0: Right, we got some good news on this podcast as well today, haven't
1: we? Indeed, yeah. Let's get uh, let's get started. Welcome, listener, once again to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighborhood. Bar and Lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson. I'm joined, as is customary right now, by the miracle of the internet, by the director of football at Foots, Rodney Styles. How are you doing, sir? Very good. Excellent. UV. we got good news today. <laughs> we have good news, yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that, definitely. In fact, we might as well do it now, I guess. breaking
0: yeah. news. <laughs> yeah,
1: so the yeah. 19th of June is earmarked as uh, the start or restart the Premier League, which is, yeah, tentatively really good news, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so the first game, there's two games. It's a Wednesday, I believe. It was the round of fixtures because of the the League Cup final. So all 92 games they've just announced are going to be live. They're all going to be staggered kickoff times.
1: Brilliant.
0: Um, So that Wednesday, it's going to be 6 o'clock and 8 o'clock. It's Arsenal versus Manchester City and Aston Villa versus... United. United, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Now they're the first two games. Then it's going to be Friday at eight... O- oh, well, 12 o'clock here, midday, which I believe is going to be the top of the Manchester United.
1: I suspect that the, the whole idea of all of the games being played, uh, being shown live, is going to appease like fans thinking they're going to like, camp outside the, uh, the grounds and what have you. Yeah. And I think it's also a little bit of an olive branch to television companies around the world. that It looks like they're going to have to pay some money back for some reason i'm not quite sure what that reason was I, I, I suspect because tv companies got their schedules i suppose throughout the year and they can like earmark what's uh, going to be shown at different points uh, i think that being allowed to show all the games live i think that's going to be a lot of fun hopefully yeah.
0: Oh, pop. crazy yeah and the fun fact is as well that if um, arsenal hopefully they don't beat manchester city but if they do beat manchester city Liverpool's first game. If they win it, they won the title. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> we can't go on. so yeah. Hopefully, it'll be exciting. I mean, I'm not that excited about probably Crystal Palace versus Bournemouth, but um, no? the stadium. But you know, the big games, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. All of this is happening because of like the testing that's been in place. I yeah. think twelve people so far from almost like three thousand tests. I, yeah, again, I don't know what to, what good looks like. For this, I think it's come as a surprise to everybody that, that's received it. They're like, oh wow, yeah, okay. I didn't know I had it, sort of thing. So it just shows you really what's so strange to be asymptomatic in that way. So at least some positive news with the restart. So that, that's... Uh, before we move on, I'll just uh, let you know about what else we're gonna be doing. I'll do some more of the, uh, the randomizer. I've got, I've had to kick out the, the randomizer and I'm, I'm gonna try some f- new actual randomizers throughout the, this episode to see what's good going forward. Uh, it just blew up on me last week, so that was no good. <laughs> um, our um, at Mount Rushmore this week is FA Cup moments. And then we'll look back also at the round of games of uh, Bundesliga, or some of them at least, maybe the, the, the most prominent ones. And then I, I, I'm going to have to <laughs> get the United Passions thing off my chest. I watched the United Passions, the FIFA film, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about this thing. It's ridiculous.
0: Because I've never seen this film, but I know of it. It is the one with Tim Roth, isn't it, playing um Lado?
1: <laughs> yeah. Which I've
0: okay. never got around to watching because I've heard horrendous things about it.
1: <laughs> uh, honestly, I, uh, uh, yeah, I'll get into it later, but oh uh, I'm it's, it's It's priceless. Yeah, well, should we? I, I don't want to get too deep into uh, the weeds about Bundesliga because, you know, it's... Yeah, it's not exactly my passion, I have to say.
0: But, and you know what? I was so looking forward to the Dortmund Munich game as well. And um, yeah. oh god, I think I spent half the game on my phone looking at news.
1: Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great, was it? Let's be honest. No. Um, it
0: wasn't great, and um, no, and that's the Bundesliga probably over now as well. The title with Munich yeah. is seven points clear now. So I mean, yeah, I mean it's just been a, it's been a good blueprint for everybody else taking and getting yeah. started. I think, and it, it shows yeah. that it can work. Um, it's not ideal, it's not great, but at least it's there. We're, obviously, we have a lot of Munich fans who come to the to the Bluefoot, Dortmund fans, Schalke fans, but if it's your league, I'm sure you've got more interest in it. Yeah. I'm sure when EPL starts, it's going to feel weird, but we have a little bit more invested interest in it, don't we? Yeah. Because Absolutely. it's our league, and um, you can't get away with that. I mean, I'm going to be more excited about watching Tottenham versus Manchester United than I am about Schalke playing Union Berlin, do yeah. you know what I mean? So <laughs> no,
1: no, no.
0: And I can't help <laughs> okay. that. That's just the way we're brought up, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. And there's the rivalries that have been established over decades, haven't they? And to then throw yourself into a league that you've not really followed all that closely, it's, it kind of then feigns some interest in it. I think it's a difficult ask. The, I think the, the major thing was the, that Fox Sports were controlling like a crowd noise, like canned crowd noises. And I uh, kind of liked it. I don't know. I thought it was good. I preferred it, yeah. <laughs> I kind of preferred it, I have to say. It got some negative feedback though. It did, didn't it? Yeah, I think a couple of people I saw on the EPL supporters group or the people, the, the purists, are saying, "Oh, you can hear what the the players are saying to each other." And I'm well, not really not only only if you speak German. You I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so.
0: Oh, it funny when Jose Mourinho takes on United in the first game. So. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I prefer to have the crowd noise in. I think it's it's. I don't want to hear the players shouting at each other. It just it just feels
1: like a training game to me. Even if it's fake atmosphere, I'll I'll take that. So. I'll
0: take it yeah. as well. Yeah, you know, <laughs> on that one.
1: <laughs> and the other thing was the cardboard cutouts at, uh, at Gladbach. Yeah, I thought that was really well done. It really did it's kind totally. of pick up the stadium. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's that.
0: three clubs in England who were trying to do it as well. I I don't know which clubs they are, but. I don't know if you've got that information, but
1: um. yeah, I heard the fella heard the fella interviewed who's in charge of all of this, and he's I think in talks with like the NBA and uh, the hockey league and all this sort of thing to bring it over here too. Because I, I also think that it's it's not very expensive to do, and I think that some of that does go to charities that are helping Brilliant. with the coronavirus Brilliant. as well. So yeah, it's a nice thing.
0: That's yeah. It. Perhaps they should um, give the money to the um, EFL clubs as well. <laughs> Some of the money
1: kind of affected by yeah. all this, aren't they? I,
0: I, well, we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens in the coming months, but it doesn't look too good for a few people.
1: Yeah, so we'll we'll round the Bundesliga off there. I think, I think what we'll do is we'll go on to yeah. Let's should we fire up the new randomizer?
0: I insist. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: yeah. right. <laughs> let's, let's see and then we can always make a decision at the end of whether we like this or not so this okay. one's a very short one actually okay I'm excited <laughs> that- sounds like the robot from Buck Rogers it is the robot he's made a special appearance in my living room to, in order to give us a random number between 1 and 20 so it's very good of him he was available <laughs> 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 alright well that was a hit <laughs> so it's question 12, it's, okay. what's the, what was the name, Tiki something is it, Tiki?
0: I can't remember, we'll find out by the end of the show people, don't you worry.
1: At Fuss Even Fuss, if you can remember. <laughs> <laughs> the most What useless fact
0: that is permanently in your head, <laughs> the most useless fact that's permanently in my head, is the fact that Arsenal don't come from North London. <laughs> 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 they hold up there
1: one day. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, back to Wallershire bastards. <laughs> and and you can go further, can't you? Because were well, they never actually promoted to the top division? Oh. No. Yeah. Ridiculous.
0: The charlatans.
1: Just poke you in the
0: but yeah, bit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably my most useless fact to people who don't know. But yeah, there you <laughs> go. And my ever most useless fact is the fact that Spurs haven't won a trophy for God knows how many years. But <laughs> yeah. so we won't go into that one right now.
1: Oh, I don't know. I mean, you, the, the Odie Cup. We, we always give the Odie Cup. <laughs> and the pancake flipping come I mean, does You see? I mean, you do yourself down. Oh. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm partridge <Yeah>. Roman there. <laughs>
0: oh, damn.
1: <laughs> uh, um, I was going to say, the most useless fact that I've got in my head is that Ryan Robson's birthday is January the 11th. And do you know, when you're a kid and you had the Panini sticker album, I just flipped through the entire thing to see if there was any footballers that had the same birthday as me. Just you, know, you do that as a kid, I suppose. And I, like, so in the '86 Panini World Cup sticker album, yeah, his his birthday was the closest of any of the footballers in there, and you know, that's a pretty good one. Well, that yeah, is, it stuck with me. Like, I am 43 years old, and that fact has remained in my my brain for some reason. Love it. And again, it's always nice to have Chester Street mentioned in the in the podcast. So, yeah, that was, somehow it always comes back to Chester. It always comes back to Chester,
0: <laughs> which is funny actually because I just watched the the second season of Sunderland till I die.
1: All oh, right, right.
0: Oh, How yeah. f- f- depressing was that program? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. so sad. Yeah, you do actually feel for the fans. And like on Boxing Day, I think they got like forty one thousand in the ground and stuff. It was the highest ever third division attendance, and incredible. They just need something up there, man. They got a big, you know, it, it's it's sad. They bought that striker as well from, where did they buy him from? Was it Wigan? They paid like three million for him, and he, he didn't do anything up there. It, it was real Will Yeah. Bless him, he had injury problems, and they kept on two and in to buy him because that other guy left to go to Bordeaux. He was their great striker. And he kind of shit on the fans, to be fair, by doing
1: that halfway through the season.
0: I didn't like that story at all. It just shows you how ruthless football players and agents really are. Yeah. I you mean, know what I mean.
1: Getting this second hand, but I think that he, did he hold out for his, like the very last moments that he could, a decision had to be made on whether they needed, they knew that they were desperate for a striker and they might as yeah. well have gone with this guy and they just kept ramping up the...
0: the oh, the ramping game. up, ramping up to three million and the guy threw his money into it and the guy, I think he scored like five goals since. And the guy who left to go to Bordeaux, I think, but he scored like 17 goals up to January. If he'd have stayed there, they'd have gone up.
1: And considering like in the first series they had uh, like Jack Rodwell was- and I, Precisely the same sort of thing. He just, like,
0: yeah,
1: gets himself fit in the, like, uh, in the weights room, isn't he? That was about it. That's all he, all he did.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Randomizer>. <laughs> all right. Let's see. <laughs> I love it. All right. 15 this time. Most underappreciated player. And I think by that mean, I mean, like, maybe didn't get the international recognition they deserved, or... Yeah, just, I suppose, interpret that. That's that's certainly a way that I interpreted it. Yeah.
0: I think Milner.
1: <laughs> that's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: People always moan when he gets in the England squad, England team. Yeah. But he's everywhere, and he gives 120% every game he plays. Yeah, what like, a great player. What a reliable player. Yeah. yeah, he never gets any major accolades unless people talk about him like this. A re- like, total pro, isn't he? Total oh, pro, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a great career.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. that's my and, shout. And a lot is as well? Yeah, you're right. And always... Always uh, totally reliable and play wherever you want him. All this kind of thing. So, yeah, I think it's a really good one. And honestly, I would have one hundred percent have had him in the England squad for the last World Cup. Oh, he, he would have been absolutely perfect, really, for us. Bring I, him I,
0: on! What a great pro! He can fit into any position, more or less. He could even play up front, I believe.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he would do if you wanted him if to. Put a penalty away. He's, he's... I don't know why he was underappreciated, but like in terms of international caps, probably uh, Letitia. Um, oh, 100% yeah If he was playing For any other country I think managers Didn't fancy him Because he was playing At Southampton That's right and So that kind of like That reflects On whether you've In terms of your career Are you that bothered You know what I mean Because I mean, he was in the period Where and Glenn Hoddle Was manager And you'd think that He, he would see a little bit Of himself In, in Latissier, And still he did sure. get at, at Many caps I think maybe like A handful Maybe three or four Wasn't it
0: Glenn Hoddle was a little underappreciated as well For England to be fair I think you're right, too, yeah, but um, no, good shout with Matt Letizia, definitely, because yeah, totally underappreciated. You know, as you say, if he played for a South American team or anything like that, he'd be starting every game.
1: <laughs> and another person that I uh think might have been underappreciated at the time is Owen Hargreaves. I think when he was in the England team, everyone was absolutely moaning, weren't they? About Owen, Hargreaves. oh, no,
0: totally, yeah.
1: Um, and then I think eventually he got everybody on side and I think he became England like voted best England player one year didn't he
0: yeah
1: Uh, he was another one of Sven's you know it was like his son really wasn't it he he would play given any opportunity playing left back playing centre mid and can you imagine a, a, a world where Steve Bruce doesn't get an England cap like if he was playing now can you imagine if Unbelievable. Isn't that amazing? One cap. I don't think it, I, I can get a single one, I don't
0: think. You can get one cap? No, he didn't play for England at all. Did not play for England at all. No. One of the best centre halves in Manchester United I've ever had. <laughs> I, mean,
1: it's I just ridiculous. did I go captain. I know. Ridiculous. I, isn't that amazing? I wonder yeah. what <laughs> <one>. <laughs> You can't remember that centre halves being that stacked at, at, at centre half in that period. You can even get a cap <laughs> in a friendly. Yeah. You know? And um, when you see the likes of, like, Jake Livermore getting more than one cap these days. Right. And like, oh, I know, right. ridiculous. absolutely. <laughs> That's a great show.
0: <laughs> and Michael Carrick, maybe. <laughs> sure. Another good player who um, nobody really talks about.
1: Yeah, I think that he, he does the what's, the... what's the phrase they always use about him? He does the simple things well, which always means, yes. like, <laughs> unspectacular, isn't it? But... Uh, so, yeah, I think if you talk to any United fan, they would say that he's like an unsung hero of the kind of post Ronaldo era type of thing, you know. certainly, yeah. Yeah. You
0: know. Oh, he's a big loss of Tottenham as well, he was. And um, great player, Michael yeah. Garrett. As I say, nobody really talks about him. So, yeah, very yeah. underappreciated. Oh, and cool. Tweaky was the name of the robot. Did you
1: say Tweaky? Tweaky, very good. Oh, I, can't I, can't, uh, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, said something similar. I can't remember. Tweaky doesn't. But yes, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> Do one more. Let's see what uh, that brought up. Eleven.
0: First kit you owned? Well, it's gonna be the eighty one, eighty two Spurs kit. That was the first kit I owned, yes, yeah, so that was not very yeah. exciting but that. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> was it one of them where you kind of like was it like a Christmas gift or just like oh here you go, mate. Here's your yeah, here's your shirt.
0: No, just here you go, mate. <laughs> No no exciting story there or anything Great, I've got a Spurs kit
1: I remember, so the first kit I had was the 86 England full kit by the way, like socks and everything
0: Yeah, love it (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. same, the same my friend
1: And the thing as well about it was that it was a a sports store in the centre of York It was both me and my brother Adam and we both walked out of the store (laughs) a full England kit but with shoes as well. Oh as my shoes. god. <laughs> I remember to this day we must have looked an absolute sight.
0: Yeah, but, no, I've I, I got a mental picture and it's not good, Paul. My face. <laughs>
1: yeah, me and my brother full kit Wanker before it was Wanker, actually.
0: yeah, I was, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> at least he wasn't um, crocheted by your grandmother, though.
1: <laughs> no, this is. Uh, you you crocheted
0: your shoes. <laughs>
1: I know, but I mean, that's the most village look of all time, isn't it? When you've got big yeah. like, shoes with like tracksuits or any kind of sport. Oh, or gear.
0: like black slip-on shoes with white socks.
1: <laughs> that's another great look on a
0: Friday night at Cinderella Rockefellers.
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's a very practical shoe, though, in in in, uh, yeah, in street health or whatever. Yeah, so. There you go. <laughs> all right, well.
0: Can we give a shout out to Marissa as well, whose birthday it is today?
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Marissa is having a birthday uh, today and uh, yeah, well, it seems like an appropriate time also to mention that we're going to do a Champions League special uh, version of the EPL cl- uh, quiz that we've been doing on on Saturday nights, seven o'clock. So Great. yeah, she'll be involved in that as well. So yeah, yeah. you can wish her a belated birthday in person on Saturday if you so desire.
0: There you go. Happy days. Yeah. And thanks for bringing up Champions League. Yeah,
1: it should. Yeah, well, we're doing that just because it should have been the Champions League final uh, yeah. this weekend. Oh, well. It's
0: also the anniversary today of Arsenal and Chelsea in the Europa League final one year ago today.
1: Yeah, I've been kind of enjoying those. I think it's also the anniversary of Bolton beating Preston North End in the league playoff final when Bolton went up with Sam Allardyce uh, 2001,
0: maybe. Was that? Somewhere? Wow,
1: I-, I was there. I was there. You were there. Good man. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, should we move on to the Mount Rushmore of FA Cup moments? Definitely. All right. Okay. Well, we're gonna have to take a look because uh, we're gonna yeah we're gonna take a look at the uh, Mount Rushmore of FA Cup moments, and that can be during finals or during the earlier rounds. Because it was the FA Cup final, or should have been the FA Cup final last weekend. We're in honour of that, relatedly, we'll uh, we'll take a look at some of FA Cup moments. Kick us oh, off.
0: Yeah, I'll start because I'm going to give you one of my favourite moments ever was, um, well, it's two moments from the same game, actually. It was when Wimbledon played Liverpool.
1: <laughs> the <Okay>. crazy game. <laughs> yeah, you can have this as a one pick, no problem.
0: Uh, it was Dave Bessett's penalty save against Aldridge and Laurie Sanchez's header to win the FA Cup for Wimbledon. And I just yeah. thought it was, a real fairy story, yeah. They, they were obviously nicknamed the Crazy Gang because they were... Yeah, nutcases. Bloody idiots, basically, I think, for one of a better term. And yeah. uh, they won the FA Cup and against an incredible Liverpool team, really. I think that's got to be up there for me because it was such a great Saturday afternoon. And um...
1: Yeah. <laughs> I heard Dave Besson actually interviewed about a month ago on one of the... Oh, did I? Yeah. Yeah. He said that the, the, the actual celebrations after the game super low-key. You'd expect them to be kind of absolutely like carnage in London. Oh, yeah, burning London. But apparently yeah. they had like a big old marquee on the Plough Lane field. And it was just like their wives and like kind of yeah. loved ones and what have you. They wanted to do something regardless of whether they won or lost. They thought, sort of like, well, let's just kind of like keep it in-house and not really in keeping with what you expect to uh, <laughs> hear from the crazy gang. I just I just like it. Yeah, it was, it
0: was a real underdog day, wasn't it? Um, there's also been great underdog days when Sunderland won the FA Cup We 1973. There was that great final when Arsenal played Leeds 2-2, was it? They pulled it back to 2-2 and then straight away Arsenal broke free and ended up winning yeah. the game 3-2. I forget who
1: scored, but yeah. Arsenal, fairly recently against Hull, they were 2-0 down, weren't they? After yeah, like yeah. nine minutes or something ridiculous. And then right. uh, they came back 3-2. So I'm sure you were delighted. And Wigan beat in Manchester City—that's almost out. as big as the, uh, the the Wimbledon win. In actual fact, I mean they had absolutely no credit. The uh, uh,
0: Wigan, incredible, incredible. Ben I it back to the Wimbledon one because it was just—it was like the first sort of—I don't know—it felt like the first major shock I'd, I'd witnessed properly. Do you know what I mean? And with the save with Dave Besson as well, it was just yeah, it was a real romantic day. The, the real underdogs. But yeah, Wigan winning the cup against City because they got relegated that year, I believe, and. Um, yeah. The first that's the
1: first and only team I think to do that, isn't it?
0: Did yeah, Liverpool White Suits get a mention in this? <laughs> I
1: mean <laughs> kind of yeah, maybe FA Cup missteps, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I think that, that was uh, that was a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can certainly have that one, the Spice Boys. <laughs> right.
0: Terrible Cup final as well, terrible cup final that yeah. I think Cantona scored oh, the goal.
1: Awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I remember feeling upset that I wasn't able to watch it because I was playing cricket at the time. Right. And uh, I kept like popping my head in and like, God, this looks desperate this game. Oh, this desperate
0: game. game, a horrible game. And yeah, Canada scored through the legs of about 11 players. That's right, yeah. <laughs> People can't understand how that ball didn't get deflected.
1: But, um, you right, yeah. One of my moments, I think, is the Bert Traitman carries on after what was diagnosed as a broken neck after the game. I know. <laughs> which well, is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, how the hell yeah. does that happen? <laughs> yeah,
1: playing Birmingham City, fella called Peter Murphy smashes into him. Right, and, and it was a time where he couldn't actually substitute anybody. You see him kind of like rubbing the back of his neck, don't you? Like, oh god, that really hurts. That he carries on. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, just yeah. Shows what the human body can do, which is yeah, completely insane. It it, would not happen nowadays.
1: No, no. That, oh. it, it dislocated five vertebrae in his neck. And they reckon that you're just lucky to be alive. Never mind, yeah. like, can't be <laughs> goal.
0: Lucky to be alive, love it. Um, yeah, great moment. Yeah, that's definitely got to be up there. I love the Steven Gerrard goal for Liverpool against West Ham. Sure.
1: yeah. They the were putting Gerard
0: up tackle. four minutes and he just hits that volley. Insane, insane finish. But I have to, you know I'm going to pick Rookie Velia
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only because he got substituted in the first game. That long walk, he took down the tunnel. Disgruntled, miserable. Comes back in the replay on the Thursday night, scores two goals. Obviously, one of them was the one to go against City and won the Cup for Spurs. So, I mean, I love the story how he got substituted. It comes back and it's yeah. one of the greatest FA Cup goals as well. So,
1: is it Gaff Brooks? Gaff Brooks? Gaff Brooks. Gaff Brooks That he would not be playing in the final for Tottenham. Gaff Brooks, <laughs> because you can see him watching the goal happen. And he kicks the ball with Ricky Villa at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely really sort of involuntary. <laughs> no. Kind of, yeah.
0: <laughs> just Which, a beautiful yeah. moment, really. You know what I mean? And the whole story behind it. I just, yeah, for me, that's got. It's always been one of my favourite FA Cup moments. Absolutely. Always feel a little sorry for Garf Crooks because he did score a great second goal. For Smith,
1: so. oh, did he really? See, I, yeah, expunged from history. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> You did mention there the Gerard final as well. The the goal that he scores the last ten minutes of that game, he's kind of like limping around. Done, hits it sweet as a doesn't to to take it yeah. into extra time, and then they what, end up winning. What, you know, thing, don't they? So what a hit! What a hit! My contribution to all this is going to be the White Horse final. So this is the first ever final to be held at Wembley, 1923, and it's between I mean Bolton Wanderers and West Ham United. I believe there's only something like 5,000 people from Bolton showed up, but I think <laughs> what they, do, <laughs> what the authorities had said was anyone can show up and you'll you'll be able to see the game and that they could hold 125 people at the new Wembley Stadium. But like everybody shows up. It's an incredible sight. Towards the end, there's some brilliant pictures taken from like a blimp above the stadium and you can see people right around the very edge of the field and you'd never get away with that these days. Okay. I mean, no. He probably wouldn't have got away Brilliant. with it then, honestly. But then there's this grey horse. Um, that uh, It's called Billy, this horse. And it kind of like cleared the, the, the field of play so that they could actually get a game going. And, uh, and
0: Bolton won 2-0. There you go. All times in perfectly, Paul. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, well done. Uh, David Jack, an absolute legend of the club. He scored. And Jack Smith. Which is a good, solid, good solid name, aren't they? David yeah. Jack. Jack Smith.
0: Jack Smith is a very English name,
1: well, <laughs> there you go. but uh, yeah, I'll put—I'll put, I'll see if I can put some, uh, post some of those uh, films and whatever of, of that final. It's absolutely phenomenal that there's actually footage of it as well, you know. So,
0: yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, remember? It, well, I don't remember it well, but I <laughs> remember
1: that
0: bloody old. Yeah, of course, I do remember it. <laughs>
1: yeah, You've just been down to see eight state at, at Brixton, and then it's yeah, kind of like there you out, go,
0: and, like, that was my FA at that moment.
1: <laughs> Good. Cool. So I think we got four there. Yeah, we have. I think so. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. The Ricky Villa goal, Bert Trentman. He had uh, the White Horse final and what was crazy, the gang. crazy Gang. Indeed. Yeah. Brilliant. There's definitely more Bundesliga games this weekend. I've not really spent very much time looking into it, I'll be honest. But uh, they are happening still. The shine has gone off that now that Bayern have got that seven point lead at the moment. haven't yeah. they? so. Yeah um oh and thanks to Greg by the way thank you for your contributions to the Mount Rushmore of goalkeepers he suggested Oliver Kahn by he like played for Bayern Munich and I went to go and see Bayern Munich play Bolton and he like goes out onto the field before anybody else to warm up and he has his own tune that everyone sings along to as he warms up you've never seen anything like it it's ridiculous oh. but uh, yeah Oliver Kahn but not good enough to keep uh, Kevin Davis and Ricardo Gardner out that night so yeah and stick it all <laughs> <laughs> if George Campos with his Mahusif um, goalie shirts. Yeah, uh, Renia gita for the scorpion kick as well, and oh. Taffy from Brazil were some of the other suggestions. Who was like the first great Brazilian goalie, I think, up uh, well, to that point that kind of won most things without having actually a, a decent goalie. But uh, he was like the first one of note, I think. The scorpion kick was amazing, wasn't it? Do you remember? Anxious, wasn't it? I wonder. Yeah, you just wonder why he did it. Was, was it? Um, Jamie Redknapp had a shot, I think, was it?
0: He thought the, the, he thought the the linesman had, had pulled it offside. Yeah. But the goal's actually in play. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder whether he thought that, that the game had stopped and he just like, oh, He, did, my he thought yeah. the game had stopped. That's why he did it, but the game hadn't stopped. Which makes it even better. I always remember this dumbfounded look on his face after it happened. He was just
1: sort of well, the thing is as well, you've never seen it ever again. I mean, it's an incredible piece of skill, isn't it? It's just Yeah, totally. Brilliant. I mean, also he must have practiced that as well. It just hurts my back thinking about it. Yeah, no I'm kidding. <laughs> so anyway, thank you for great suggestions. Thank you, Do you know what? You I think I might because I think we've we've run over a little bit. I I might save my rant about United <laughs> Passions for uh, for another time. It's it's a special film if you get a chance.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, in fact, there you go. There's there's homework if you want to watch United Passions so that you have an, an inkling as to what I'm talking about. It's actually streaming on Voodoo for free. I wouldn't pay any money to see this, so yeah, on, on Voodoo. So I, I'll, I'll rant about that next week for sure.
0: I shall make a point of watching it myself. This All
1: right, time. Yeah. I mean, don't feel you have to, honestly. It's kind of, it is.
0: No, I'm intrigued. I, well, I remember when the film came out and I had no wanting to watch it.
1: It's honestly, it is about, it's, it's intriguing. It's the kind of the context of when it was made, the disingenuousness of it all is absolutely staggering. It's just absolutely tinnyed, unbelievable. I'm yeah, to watching it. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. There's a, the film club, film club for uh, yeah. Footy from the book. There you go. I like but, it. Yeah, I'll mention again the trivia night that we do with uh, Marissa and Paul Brown. We're uh, back on Saturday at seven o'clock. We're going to do a Champions League special because it would have been the final that day. And it's uh, yeah, it'd be nice to see you. Seen some of the questions already, and uh, yeah, it's going to be good fun. That's about it. Is there anything? Did you say there was something that you wanted to shout out to somebody? Was that Marissa?
0: Yeah, uh, Marissa, and then John Ramos. He's um, he's a great patron of the Blueford Bar, and um, he's not really into soccer, but he's taken on Spurs as his team, which I kind of like. I know he keeps saying, Go Spurs, and it's come on, you Spurs. i got to like nail this into his head. But, uh, and he listens to the podcast every week. Oh, there you go. Which is great. so yeah big shout out to John and um, yeah keep listening my friend
1: well, if he's not really into football then Spurs seems exactly the right uh, club you team. are hilarious <laughs> See, I mean you just knock I'll just smash him out of the park and get
0: okay. <laughs> just remember that full kit my friend <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Well, it's good to hear that uh, John and Abigail. Oh, astray. and a
0: shout out to um, Miss Sean, the manager of the Bluefoot. She had her baby last Friday.
1: That's wonderful. Yeah. Do, do, uh, do we have a name?
0: Hollis Rain. Yeah, and mother and baby are doing very well. I spoke to her on text a couple of days ago, and everything's
1: happy. So, congratulations yeah. to the Boland family. That's beautiful. Thank you for that. Good stuff. No well, yeah. And if you want to uh, say uh, your own congratulations, and maybe we can pass them on from uh, at Footy from the Foot on all sorts of uh, social media outlets. We are footyfromthefoot at gmail.com. We actually got the first message from someone using that email address. I was absolutely delighted. So, yeah, suggestions for future talking points that you want me and uh, Rodney to uh, bang on about, and uh, maybe some Mount Rushmore's as well. And, yeah, let us know how we got that wrong with the FA Cup moments as well. We are on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play as well as SoundCloud. That's where you find all of the previous podcasts. This is forty three, would you believe? So wow, yeah, <laughs> wow, uh, okay. yeah. Tell some friends and uh, yeah, rate and review if, if you are um, also have the time. Really appreciate that. And those that have done so already, uh, thanks to David Sankster as well for our theme tune. And the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow at One in Twenty Parkinsons. Bear in mind uh, your uh, bartenders and servers. You can tip virtually on. Bluefoot's website which is bluefootbar.com and you can also buy your t-shirts on there that any proceeds go to the actual service as well I'm, I'm right in saying that I think aren't I yes yeah good okay. real all right well I think we'll leave it there thanks again dear listener and uh, we'll do this again next Thursday bye